0: McLean, how's your uh, marching? How's your marching form? Well, I mean, it's, it's going pretty pretty alright. You know, it's the twenty seventh, so there's only a, like a day or two left before
1: March comes around. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm pretty pretty happy with my progress. You know, March. Yeah, that's a good day for it nice, you. too. You know, I'm sa- all I'm saying is uh, I haven't heard the phrase "a land of war in Europe" since nineteen forty five. I'm excited. You know. Oh yeah, Jake, that you know all the town. death and destruction. That's this is great great stuff. War. A good war is just what this generation needs. Soften them up. I mean, harden them up. That's the problem. uh, Nuclear annihilation. That's what I'm here for. Mmm. Yep. Yes sir, Rebob. The more I drink this Coca-Cola space-flavored Starlight, the less it tastes like Starlight, the more it just tastes like regular Coke. That's true, you gotta switch it, back every once in a while. Yeah, when I started drinking it, I was like, oh, this tastes like frosted flakes. See, that's the thing, claim. If we just had a good World War every once in a while, we wouldn't have a, uh, a society mm. where we're making cereal flavored soda pop. I wouldn't
0: be nearly as concerned as, as with Mountain Dew as I am. Which exactly. Is I'm very concerned. The boozy Mountain Dew rolled out in only like Tennessee, Florida, and Iowa, of all places. I'm very sorry. Well, let's out nationwide, man. I need some zero-sugar Baja Blast Seltzer before
1: I go off to war. I know. So, yeah, rolled out the old nuclear threats today. That's always fun. <sighs> world War III, baby. <laughs> Russia is on high alert. Let's go. Question is whether the man's bluffing or not to thing. be fair. It's probably fine. No, yeah, it's probably... Mm, he
0: wouldn't... Putin wouldn't in the world, would he? no. He couldn't. No, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Well, nope. An interesting thought about that, though, is that this has suddenly become relevant. But I've thought before in the past, you know, you always get... You're always presented with these stories of the Cold War, and it's like, oh, there's this guy, and he has to make a decision on whether or not to turn flip the switch and launch nukes back at Russia. It's like... I understand the premise of mutually assured destruction. The whole idea is that you would never launch nukes because you'd be you'd be immediately obliterated the world, off yeah. the map. However, total annihilation. Yeah, if my fi- if I was in charge of the button, if I was in charge of the button, and Russia had sent nukes over to America, it was it was happening. Russia was about to wipe out America. You, I wouldn't if, and I was in charge of the button. You can't hit the button. If you hit the button, you're a mass murderer. I understand Russia is about to destroy the United States but if you send those nukes back you're a mass murderer if you're you're complain, you but cannot... if the
1: problem is if you don't send those nukes back you just let Russia destroy your country with no retaliation you just let them win I guess, I guess in, the, in my hypothetical idea I have this sense of, Russia, of the, the
0: situation being Russia's launching nukes and America's a goner for sure um, so if you launch nukes back then you both would just be goners so my idea is that if there are nukes coming in and it's all over for America, everybody's going to die, everyone's going to be wiped out, there's no point in sending those nukes to wipe out all the Russians. If you did that, you're a mass murderer. Hmm. Yeah. But- I can see an argument both
1: ways, I don't You know. can't
0: say that. The, the government has to, has to be ready to retaliate
1: Well, nukes. no, you'd, you'd only be as much of a mass murderer as the Russians were in the first place, but with the added thing of, oh, also you wiped out the human race- yeah, well, exactly. No. I mean, I mean can't and America You can't see, If, you, if your fingers have, on
0: the button, you can't send the nukes back. If you send the nukes that's, back, that's the other thing.
1: They say it's the end of the world if uh, nuclear war breaks out. You used to still have countries in like South America or something that's not, that aren't touched by the nukes. It
0: is true. I, I know very little about country, nuclear warfare.
1: Okay. Maybe I'm not
0: one to speak I, on this same, subject. Same. Did you, do you remember? Do you remember all the nuclear missile sites that were in Montana? Yes, I remember those. Yeah, Dad talked to us about that, and then in a class I'm in, my professor in my documentary cinema class, my professor and a graduate student, who's uh, also a professor at the at the college, they actually filmed a documentary. They went to Lewistown, and filmed the documentary about the nuclear missile sites there because <laughs> people just live around them and they completely forget they exist. Yeah, and they, uh, I remember, they were telling they were telling the class about it, and I was like, yeah, I used to live in Lewistown, and they're like, oh, that's where most of it was filmed. And they were—they told us that they tried to get a press pass to go to the Fergus County Fair uh, to film around there and interview people. But the, the lady that was in charge of it was telling them, well, I mean, our whole thing is we need to get people to move into Lewistown. And if you start telling everybody that there's nukes everywhere, <laughs> then I don't think people might be a little less inclined to move here.
1: For as long so as I'll we lived that. in Lewistown, I never would have even known there was nukes around there if dad didn't point them out every once in a while. Point out the missile yeah. sites.
0: Well, that their whole their whole documentary was called Atomic Amnesia. The whole thing was that people were just living next to them. And it's not the fact that they were living next to nukes. It was the fact that if Russia ever launched any ICBMs, yeah, they'd, at target, us, they'd be yeah. going straight for Montana. Yeah, they're the target. Um, they also said that one of the people they interviewed, not to, I don't think I'm spoiling their documentary. I think this is okay to talk about, right? They also said that one of the people they interviewed was a, uh, he was in the army, he was like a major general or whatever, and he ended up built, after he retired, he built his house like on the border with the ICBM silo, because he was such a staunch believer in the fact that nuclear deterrence worked, and this is the safest place in the world to live. <laughs> um, and so he's almost like a, out of out of defiance, he built a house there. That's
1: funny. Everyone well, yeah, talks about how uh... How uh, uh, a war would be this terrible thing. Nobody, of course, of nobody... course. Now I just figure we live in Idaho, Pocatello
0: here. Uh Town's what? Seven hours away? Nine hours away? If those nukes go off, I think we're all done for anyway. At this point, ah, you know, and the and the nuclear laboratory not near Idaho Falls, Arco, look, and then if they all trigger Yellowstone, eh, we're all over. It's all over. So
1: I don't think Putin's actually going to launch any new this. For, honestly, he's he's bluffing with it. He's bluffing with it really to try. Really hoping. I'm really hoping yeah. on that one. Fingers crossed. Yeah, but he knows. He knows. That's the thing. There's NATO's not not physically threatening him at all. He's just trying to get them to stop aiding Ukraine at the moment. It's, it's still all in Ukraine. He's just he's just the saying hey guys, back off against Russia. Yeah. Well, oh. I'm so... He's. It's, I'm it's telling weird, you, I think the whole Cold War, the all of the uh, the stuff behind the whole Cold War was
0: not Russia and you and the United States had real any real beef with each other, other than the fact that Russia was a totalitarian oppressive communist government. The issue was they're like, well. He could wipe me off the map, so I better be ready to just destroy him. And that both sides were just like, yeah, "Are you escalation. trying to kill me right now?"
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just, just like, like you could honestly, destroy me. Yeah, Boone's not going to go nuclear. That's, uh, this, might be, this might be a cold take, but if it is, the world will have ended and no one will care. So <laughs> I don't think Boone's going to go it's nuclear. True. Maybe some, maybe
0: some, uh, some distant uh, fallout uh, survivors. They're going to climb to the surface out of their bunkers one day. Decades after the war, and they're gonna unearth this audio of Westbros, Bros, and they're gonna laugh, bro. They're gonna laugh at you for making such a cold take.
1: <laughs> However, if uh, Putin does uh, tick off NATO, the or, gallows humors t-
0: helps. It's my cold.
1: Yeah, yeah. If Putin does uh, uh, attack NATO directly, and we we do all end up going to war, baby, um, you think oh that'd be a terrible thing. I don't want I don't want this this generation to go to war. I don't want uh, I don't want there to be a draft. it be it'd be the worst thing ever. But. I read an article like this one that I'm looking at here and and I start to think, yeah, let's send you off to war. Uh, from taskandpurpose.com, Jin Z has a simple Jake, this message better be. It, Jake, before you, before you continue, this better be a good article to justify what you just said. Well, okay? well, well, well it better right. be good. Jin Z has a simple message when it comes to World War III. Please don't draft me. Draft thee, not me by Max Hoffman. All right. Draft Political, thee, not me. Political and military tensions in Eastern Europe are as high as they've ever been since World War II. On Thursday morning, local time Ukraine, Russia began this invasion of the country. Blah, 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 blah. When it comes to cyberspace, the so-called fifth domain of warfare, it seems that last month's calls for peace and simple requests from young people for, quote, no war, PLS, please, went sadly unheeded. What? Mm. Who would have thought? uh, I, I walked around with a sign that said no war please and uh, somehow that didn't stop the war I from tagged breaking Russia out. on Twitter and told
0: them to cut it out.
1: <laughs> I just, whenever I see these articles about uh, uh, the, the people in Russia protesting the war, I'm like, I, I know you like to think that walking around holding a sign is actually affecting moral events. You're literally just making yourself feel better, feel like you have some kind of control well, here. true
0: trust nothing. Jake, the last time that there were mass protests against the government in Russia, they did kill Tsar Nicholas and his family. So I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but there has been a precedent
1: <laughs> set. So okay. maybe, you know. Still tweeting hashtag no war police on Twitter. Dumb. Um, mm, when it comes to the possibility of a conflict, Putin, Putin's
0: not exactly scrolling through uh, Twitter looking at American millennials. <laughs> I don't think that's his main
1: concern right now. Actually, I think if he was scrolling through Twitter looking at American millennials, that might be the, uh, you know, I, uh, it's my theory that, that he spent the last two years, he spent the last two years looking at COVID and looking at the West and looking at how, how pathetic we are being like, Yeah, I'm gonna take Ukraine. What are you guys gonna do? This is probably okay. This is a calculated risk. It's probably fine. Anyway, when it comes to the possibility of a conflict between global powers boiling over into another world war, there's another message from Generation Z. Don't draft me, bro! And it posts uh, TikToks. On TikTok... Now, Now, I I think... Because, like, this is interesting. Because I don't want a
0: war to start. I don't want to be drafted. But I think... The interesting thing here is you have people protesting the war and saying war leads to violence and people die needlessly. I get that. Whining about on Twitter isn't necessarily effective, but I get the concern there. Now the concern about I don't want to be drafted, I understand you don't want to die in a war. However, that's specifically, the specific statement being I don't want to be put into harm's way, eh. Sounds a little
1: selfish. Exactly. The, the problem with our generation is they. Well, the problem with the last few generations, they've never actually had to live through an actual hard time and actually had to go out and do something hard, like fight in the war. They never Count had to actually J, see. I did
0: go on to I did have to. I did have Zoom classes last semester. So.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's what? the hardest thing that's ever happened to me. Is there you go. I had to. Yeah. It's it's so. It We're so. freaking Detached a... from reality, man. That that. Just, oh, don't grab me, I don't want to be put directly in harm's way. And we have this weird, I don't know, I'm just saying, you're not going to be hearing a lot about transgender rights in the trenches of, the, of, of World War III, okay? You, you, uh, you know, sorry, now trenchant. that I'm watching my
0: childhood friends get mowed down by machine guns, I'm beginning to think all that time I spent on Twitter whining about white privilege probably wasn't as worthwhile as I had once, once thought.
1: Yeah, we've been living in a fantasy world for far too long where we're just a little too safe. Look, I don't want people to die, alright? I'm just saying... I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, well, on TikTok, one popular video format shows people excited to receive a letter from the government only to learn they've been drafted as Korean's Clearwater Revival's Fortunate Son plays. Format popular blood Describe me, mm. TikToks to me. What's happening here? Huh. Uh, another... Uh, as for the Gen Z Don't Draft Me videos, uh, some of them uh, featuring women offering to stay home to clean and sew. Others offered a joking lamentation that the military opened its doors to allow many to serve who had previously been barred. Huh. Oh no, I, I told the military they should be allowing transgenders, and now I'm a little like, oh wait, no, 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 no. 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 Actually, actually, wait a second, Um, <laughs> In 2017, Pentagon data showed that 71% of America. Oh yeah, I was talking with a a friend of mine here, they were saying, yeah, yeah, you don't hear a lot of cries for equality when it comes to the draft, do you? Uh, not a lot of women saying, "Hey, no, uh, I remember." We- I've seen I've seen like
0: jokes like that before, even like when it wasn't active wars going on. I've seen people joke like, uh, "I would demand equality in everything except uh, women
1: getting drafted." Uh, it's absolutely insane that you would even consider. Yeah, let's put our women out on the battlefield. Like what? Yeah. What? that's that's the thing we're so divorced from reality we never actually had to do these hard things and we start to forget like (laughs) the defining characteristics of humanity you know anyway everything becomes a first world problem 71% of Americans between 17 and 24 are ineligible to serve in the military like me missing out on star kiss starlight coke that's that's my biggest (laughs) biggest issue right now too overweight, out of shape, and various other disqualifying factors. Doctors have seen more and more injuries and basic training from those with a far more sedentary lifestyle than previous generations. The Nintendo Generation Soldier Skeleton is not toughened by activity prior to arrival, so a lot of them break more easily, said Army Major Jean-Marc Thibodeau, a clinical coordinator and chief of the Medical Readiness Service in Missouri. Thibodeau. It's important to keep in mind that there's an element of humor in all these TikTok videos. They're a reminder that very few people actually want to see Europe and the world embroiled in a devastating conflict. Still, if trends are to believe that Gen Z has killed the skinny gene, recruiters may want to note that military service offers the chance to wear baggy fatigues all day and consider implementing a Red Bull and cheese it MRE suggestion.
0: Yeah, You're losing me. I'm confused.
1: Anyway, hashtag, don't draft me, bro, and hashtag, no war, please. That'll, uh, that'll, that'll do it. Jake, I
0: understand, I understand your point of view here, Jake. I understand where you're coming from. The fact that people have softened, softened so much. Uh, in this world of ours the idea of
1: being so, called upon so to doughy. defend your country terrifies these kids so oh, don't, don't 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 look at me no back in the day this if you if you had tried to pull that crap out during world war II, you would have been ostracized by society for being a a, a weak no. little useless nobody like what, what you are People you are good you are get useless. drafted because of their physical ailments felt guilty yeah like you are useless to us you can't even defend your country like you're a failure that being said, Jake, while I do
0: think a war might might uh, help some people put things into perspective, I don't think it's I don't think it's proper. To I'm be, not uh, saying we should war. be having
1: a war. Okay, I'm not saying this is the best course of events. I'm okay. just saying. I just want to make just want to make this clear. I'm just saying I think we were overdue for actual hard events in our lives. I'm just it's, saying, it's, I didn't even think is, to ask about his so pronouns say, when I saw look, my
0: fellow soldier get blown up and die from
1: landmine shrapnel. It's, it's sad to say this, but war is the human condition. Like, bad things happen. And just because we've lived through a few decades now of not too many bad things happening, we kind of roll ourselves into this false sense of, oh, we're moving towards this utopian paradise where we live online, and oh, look, a bad thing happens now. It's like, oh, kind of shatter that myth. Like, well, really what really was like the last, the the last like most recent like
0: global or maybe not even global but national panics. You had. to say. 9/11.
1: COVID. Yeah, 9, 9/11. But even you had then, Y2K that was...
0: almost happened.
1: No, no. Well, let's see, after Vietnam, uh, I think Vietnam was the last like actual thing that could, I could actually have big, huge, real world implications on people at home because there was a draft. Even in 9/11, the only people going into the military were volunteering. So it was that volunteer. was a no, lot less there was no uh, draft and i mean like the, the initial war. event that happened I mean, that had a it profound
0: effect on the nation for sure but all of our it didn't army necessarily stuff directly
1: affect all, all of our military stuff since the 70s has been like this covert like unofficial like uh, like the middle east stuff like none of it actually feels like anything of consequence yeah I mean it is Dame I'm not saying Psy-ops,
0: it's not you know he's, he's yeah, out there I'm not saying it's
1: not it's performing. real for the soldiers out there but it's, it's, it's a very different thing from an actual national like hey we're officially going to war and you average Joe on the street need to step up it's a very different mm-hmm. thing which is why I'm just saying land war in Europe yeah, you haven't heard that phrase no, in not a not while been like good a old, old school like, national, old fashioned wide, widespread like really nah, felt I'm a warmonger issue. basically I'm a warmonger
0: Um, I mean you had like what the 2008 recession that was the last big thing I don't that's not that's nowhere near like no <laughs> not not it it's not it you know now that I'm now that the the World War III started and I'm dying here in a Ukrainian battlefield a, a place that I've never been to and over a war that I don't am not necessarily affected by caused by problems I had nothing to do with Now that I'm bleeding out here on the battlefield I'm I'm beginning to think that maybe seeing three Spider-Men in the same movie wasn't the most I could have gotten out of life.
1: Oh, I hate news websites, McLean, because of all the pop-up you gotta subscribe, you gotta do the blah 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 blah. I have a theory that if you if there was
0: a national draft and people started going into the service, you'd start seeing a lot less vegans around.
1: Suddenly, like, animal rights aren't quite as important as, oh, actual human atrocities and Uh, the horrors of warfare.
0: Well, that guy on Twitter I was reading, Alexander Kolb, he was talking about how, yes, there is systemic racism, but we need to prioritize the animals right now. That's the bigger problem, because they're being more discriminated against. Which is an absolutely insane thing to believe, unless you do think animals deserve the same rights as humans. So I I think those beliefs might... Maybe... People might still hold on to that, but they might be a little less willing to share well, them publicly if there was McClain, a vote. McClain,
1: McLean, guess what? This article from the Telegraph from, I think today. Uh, soldiers call for vegan uniforms. Vegetarian army boots oh, are among no. suggestions from <laughs> Wait, a new campaign. When was this group. made? When was this made? This is from yesterday. When or was today, this actually? Written? What? Today,
0: soldiers vegetar- call for vegan army uniforms?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vegetarian army members. There's not a soldier alive that cares
0: about that right
1: now. It's not the soldiers. It's this campaign group called the Ministry of Defense Vegan and Vegetarian Network. What kind of 1984 crap is this? The newly formed Ministry of Defense Vegan and Vegetarian Network is campaigning to create new policies that will empower members to maintain veganism alongside military life. One of the policies. Yeah, I know we
0: make. I know we. I know we make jokes about like Gen Z or like the the modern modern male being drafted off into the. I mean, I just made the joke about like, oh, I cared about Spider Man too much. These people
1: are bad people. You are genuinely bad people. I know. Here's what's here's what's frustrating about this. You're a bad person. Obesity is rampant. Uh, even in the military, people are getting fat because they're getting the you know that that government-approved diet, the high-carb, low-fat diet, being fed to the military. The best Again. thing you could do for the military: yeah. feed them more meat and less crap. But no. Uh, so they're talking about getting. Uh, uh, <laughs> footwear not made of leather and, and uniforms that aren't made from animals uh, and then they talk about trying to who get who are oh, these people of, are, they, are they like vegans in the military or what are they it doesn't really explain there's not a lot of context here it's from the telegraph this is by the way sorry I should say this is over in Britain this isn't here oh okay well I think, Britain's I think, no matter how like cuck you think yeah, modern yeah, British, America British is
0: Army. have that times like a hundred and then you have Britain and then yeah.
1: like times that by a couple and then you have Canada's government they're bragging about how they're they're trying to get uh, meat cut out of cut out of the army. Di- the RAF diet. It's like no, I nope, guess Canada's nope. not as cut as. Yeah, bread. but it's not gonna be very hard they for Putin that. to roll in when you've been uh, fed on the diet of pure soy. I'm just saying. They're fe- Alex Jones was right, man. that trying to
0: feed the army food that makes them gay. They're feed. <laughs> chemicals. They're putting soy in the rations that turn the freaking soldiers gay.
1: <laughs> I did it. I didn't think they'd do it.
0: And it's all fun and games until uh start arguing for more soy for soldiers.
1: Soy soldiers? Our I'll workshop that. While the world is providing a huge help to Ukrainian people and their army, here's something we can do to protect the animals who can't help themselves. Organization You Animals is making sure right now that animals in the shelters and zoos have water and food and transferring the animals to safer places. Unfortunately, right now they can only accept donations via Ukrainian banks, but we can support them on Patreon. Just to show you... But, we're going to win this war by saving the animals on Patreon. Just to show you that Russian occupants don't care about anyone, people or animals, here's an... N- SFW on how a Ukrainian citizen tried to bring his dogs to a safer place, but he and two of his dogs were shot. You lost your life trying to save your dogs. At some point, you gotta realize this is warfare. Your dog's life is not really as important as you and your, your neighbors and your family. So, I don't know. Maybe the animals aren't that important once active gunfire Cause, is like, going is, on. Because, I mean, I know there is a war going on, but, like, we're not directly
0: involved in it. And it's, it's got, it's like, it's not quite. Like, as serious as, like, a lot of other wars. Obviously, it's real, and it's affecting people in Ukraine, but it's not quite to that point where people start thinking, oh, human lives are, in fact, worth more than animal lives. It's insane that you have this worldview. I I mean, I guess... I'm not going to say that the vegans that are advocating that we prioritize human or animals over humans or we make sure we get vegan outfits are bad people. I'm going to say that their beliefs are making them act like bad people.
1: McLean, bombs are dropping from the sky in Ukraine. Does anyone think of the animals? Not just terrified pets inside homes, but all animals. (laughs) No, they don't. I'm a little more concerned about the devastating loss of human life. (laughs) All animals in cages are already being That's... tortured on the factory farms. There, feel fearful foxes, bewildered birds, and petrified pigs and cows on the farms. Does anyone wonder who will feed you them? Give it an put, alliteration, put, or put bandages on their wounds. Okay, rooms? clearly,
0: clearly, you can't be taking this that seriously if you took the time to work out alliteration for this.
1: This- animals like horses ridden by police are just more of the innocent victims that suffer when humans act like God and destroy everything. This is a little poll here, uh, the choice is, I never thought of it like that before in a vegan world we wouldn't be so unselfish or selfish in a vegan world we would use words not bombs in a vegan world we would get our priorities straighter I will think about this and write a comment yeah below. if we were all vegan
0: and we we decided that animals and humans were worth the exact same we'd be treating everybody a lot better that's that's the direct result of that it would, no, would be no there would be no more listen. sin
1: listen if Putin was vegan he would have used words not bombs because i know that's what hitler did when he was he was vegetarian (laughs) oh let's not forget about the non-human animal victims in ukraine little 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 slideshow here on our slash vegan how to help animals in the ukraine now the tragedies of war don't stop with citizens many forget about the non-human victims affected in these war zones i don't think the uh you know why they forget that I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think, it, let's say the United States has invaded, you know, tomorrow. I don't think the people, uh, citizens here, are going to be very concerned about the, the fate of their uh, of their cows, you know, when, when, when active troops like are rolling the down the streets.
0: I don't feel like that's
1: priority. Uh, oh, that reminds me, I, I meant to go into this before I went into that. Uh, psh, going back in time, sorry. So, so what with all this talk of, uh, you know, red dawns and, uh, you know, countries being invaded it reminded me of the movie Red Dawn because that's exactly what's happening in Ukraine right now commies rolling in saying now oh, we own this place now anyway now reminded me that I do own myself an AR-15 so I went out and got a bunch of ammo for it and then I got curious about about the AR-15 itself and I looked up the the complete history of the AR-15 rifle ah okay just because you're getting into military and uh, armament history the Armalite 15 is a classic assault rifle. You might know it better as an M16. No, Jake. No. AR stands for Automatic
0: Riddling rifle, right? Bullets, I believe is yeah, yeah. assault rifle. That's what it is. It stands for hey, Automatic Jake, uh, hey. Rifle That Kills Everybody. Before you get into that, Jake, I think you might want to know that the slutty vegan uh, food truck is coming to LA, bangin' plant-based.
1: Yes! You might Slutty know the, Let's go, baby. it's the M16, the U.S. military's version of the weapon. Let's see here. A common misconception about the AR-15 is that AR stands for Assault Rifle, a phrase that stems from the German Sturm, Sturm or Assault Rifle used in World War II propaganda posters and later applied to military-style weapons. Should not be confused with the term Assault Weapon, a legal term for a specific class of illegal firearms during the years of 1994 to 2004. Ironically enough, the AR-15 fits both of those descriptions. It's a military-style rifle that was illegal during the 1994 Federal Assault Weapons Ban, but the AR stands for the name of the manufacturer, Armalite. The Armalite company traces its beginnings back to the early 50s in Hollywood, California, founded by George Sullivan, who worked as a patent counselor Beautiful, for the Lockheed Corporation. sunny LA, baby. The small arms company received its funding from the Fairchild Indian Airplane Corporation, which would soon become Fairchild Republic, a major manufacturer of military aircraft. Originally, the company focused on weapons design rather than manufacture. Instead of producing the weapons themselves, Armalite focused on design. The chief architect was Eugene Stoner, a young man with the, in his 30s with a knack for designing. In 1954, the first weapon designed from Armalite was produced: the AR. Five. This bolt-action rifle with a 22 Hornet round was developed as a survival rifle for the flight crew in the U.S. Air Force. It, it looks just like a basic strip-down rifle. Uh, what was the concept behind the AR-5? The U.S. Air Force needed a rifle that would be lightweight and compact enough to stow away on board a bomber and the airplane survival kits. The Air Force adopted the AR-5, calling it the NA-1. Adopting. Oh, I just realized the M when they when they rename stuff like M16, it just means military. M is for military. Anyway. Uh. Air Force adopted it, calling it the MA-1 for regular use in 1956. The AR-5 came apart, letting you to stow it away, letting you stow it away, and it would even float, making it an ideal for a water landing. The AR-5 put Armalite on the map. Many early designs were civilian survival weapons, like the AR-7. It, it looks almost exactly like the AR-5. I don't know what the difference is, but anyway. Uh, the early designs were built to be taken apart into pieces and put back together, making it something that could be stored on an aircraft or vehicle for emergency situations. 1955, the U.S. military decided it was time to replace the tried-and-true tr- tried M1 Garand, the staple of World War II that served admirably at the time, but was limited in regards to ammunition capacity. The M1 Garand only held eight rounds and weighed over ten and a half pounds. How are those guys, how are those guys out there liberating <laughs> liberating Germany with the... With with an eight-round rifle. That's just impressive. Armalite came late into the race to design the military's next rifle, introducing the AR-10 into the mix alongside the Springfield T-44 and T-48. The company only had time to show the military two models based on their fourth AR-10 prototype. Oh, the AR-10 prototype looks almost exactly like the AR-15. A bit of a Mm. smaller uh, magazine, but it's got the pistol grip and everything on it. It looks almost the same. The AR-10 prototypes were designed with a straight stock, elevated sights, aluminum flash depressor, recoil comp- compensator, and a gas system. The military had mostly positive things to say about it, lightweight, and many of the testers thought it's one of the best rifles they ever shot, but the barrel could not pass the torture test, bursting under pressure. Although Armolite quickly introduced a steel barrel to counteract this damage, it was too late, causing the Springfield Armory to advise the military not to adapt the AR-10. Instead, they went with the T-44, now known as the M-14, which was adopted in 1957. Ah, see, the M-14 looks like a regular rifle just with a magazine on it. Like a, uh, it doesn't have the pistol grip or anything. On the 4th of July of 1957, Dutch weapons company Artillery and got Grun- something Dutch bought the rights to produce the AR-10 for five years. In God 1957, bless in 1957, the international arms dealer Samuel Cummings secured a weapons contract with Nicaragua, the chief military commander of which was General An- Anastasio Somoza, the same person who would later become famous as the dictator until Nicaragua had enough and overthrew him in 79. He tested the AR-10 rifles himself. While firing the rifles, the bolt lug over the ejector broke, nearly slicing the General's hand. This ended all deals with Nicaragua. Huh. Meanwhile, artillery in Great g- 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 K- kept finding factory defects and problems with the AR-10, which meant it, re- it received very little distribution. Most of them made their way to Sudan and Portugal. In 1959, Armalite finally ca- caught a break, striking a deal with Colt. The company managed to sell both AR-10 and the new AR-15 designs to Colt Firearms. At this point, Robert Fremont, one of the major players on the design team, headed over to Colt to oversee production. At this time, the AR-7 got launched for full scale, marketed as the civilian survival rifle, although it saw some military use. The first AR-15 weapons were sold by Colt to Federation of Malaya, modern-day Malaysia. Ah, let's see here, 1961, the United States Air Force tests the AR-15, commissioning 8,500 for use. With the AR-15 in the hands of the Air Force, the standard model of the rifle is born. They dubbed the M16, the most famous service weapon of the United States military. General Curtis LeMay saw a demonstration in 1960, impressed with the prowess of the new firearm. He ordered 80,000 of them for the U.S. Air Force. Was it the M16 that the barrels were melting in Vietnam? Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say that. In 1961, 10 AR-15s were sent to South Vietnam as the United States continued to penetrate into the jungles of Indochina. Mm. Despite a great deal of success, the Army was not enthusiastic about adopting the new rifle. Although test after test was ordered, even demanding the attention of JFK, two things were clear. First, the U.S. was outmatched and outgunned by the AK-47 in South Vietnam. And second, the Army was too rigid and opposed to change to replace the clearly inferior m 14 Despite the continued resistance, production problems with the M14 forced the hands of Robert McNamara, the U.S. Secretary of Defense. The U.S. needed a rifle that could be used in all four branches of service, and the M16 would be that weapon. As I mentioned, it was adapted to be used against the AK-47. Today, of course, the AK-47 is known as the M16's greatest nemesis. The debate about which one's better has kept people up into the wee hours of the morning.
0: I know anyway, Bronson first, is and,
1: passionate on the subject. Well, uh, what's Bronson's take? Are you kidding? Bronson Westbrook?
0: huge AK guy communist he's pro-Russian talk talk up the M16 Gage will occasionally talk up the M16 but I think he just does that to annoy Bronson
1: Um, I'm just saying I think Bronson might be a closet commie we should we should should be careful (laughs) with that guy
0: we should we should uh, water I mean uh, ask him is he
1: he a Russian saboteur who knows could Bronson be a spy
0: maybe he's the one that's been spreading the don't draft me hashtag around don't draft me, bro.
1: Demoralizing America. The first M16 rifles were issued in March of 65. Vietnam was in full swing, and American troops poured in Over with 300,000 brand new M16s bought from Colt. The rifle was not without its problems. First, soldiers were not given cleaning kits. Even today, the AR-15 models are infamous for me- being much less able to take rugged terrain than its Russian counterpart, the AK-47. Colt erroneously yes. claimed that the rifle was self-cleaning. FPS Russia. FPS Russia taught me that. Uh, Colt claimed the rifle was self-cleaning This meant the rifle wasn't clean and would Keep jamming, The most often the problem Was failure to extract, i.e. the cartridge Would get stuck in the chamber after firing Report after report came in about Soldiers found dead, rifles and Pieces in front of them as they desperately tried To put their rifle back together in time to shoot back In the words of one marine We left with 72 men in our platoon and came back With 19. Believe it or not, what killed most Of us was our own rifles. Practically Every one of our dead was found with his M16 Torn down next to him where he'd been trying to Fix it. The new rifle was designed, a version of the M16 called the M16A1. Included with the rifle was a comic book outlining how to clean and take care of the rifle. So don't worry, guys. If we're drafting Jim uh. Z, we're putting him out on the battlefield, we're gonna give him some comic books to teach him how to how to kill those Russians. Golly, Dudley
0: Doolerite here in this in this fancy comic is gonna show me how to clean my weapon out here in Vietnam. <laughs> the
1: no, we're, we're just going to send him me the with man the anime out of anime Mac.
0: For, for modern day. We're going to send him with anime and maybe uh,
1: Stewie from Family Guy will, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> will appear. 1989. Production of the first AR-15s for civilians begins. With the AR-15 patents long expired, Jim Glazier and Carl Lewis started manufacturing civilian AR-15s. Opened up the market from the year 89 to 94, but in 1994, the Federal Assault Weapons Ban went into place. The legislation resulted in no decrease in gun violence. Did the legislation ultimately fail? (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. That's weird. 2012 Uh,
0: to present... Assault weapons ban, by the way, very constitutional and very good. Everyone was a big fan. Huge success. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: the AR 15's recently been in the media spotlight as the weapon was involved in a number of assaults on civilians in the United States. Launched heated debates, used in the uh, assault on Sandy Hook, 2015 attack on at San Bernardino, and the movie theater in Colorado. Could renewing the federal what I do have revinid- ar- I do have a subject related to that that I want to I want to bring up right after this, Jake. It's, it's, it's so, so dumb. It's like this is the most popular gun. Oh, it's being used in shootings, banned. Then it'll just use the next most popular. Gun. What are you? It's So stupid. No, I don't. I stupid. don't have statistics in
0: front of me, but it seems like there's been a lot less high-profile shootings,
1: like in recent, in like the last. Yeah, five you don't hear years. about that as much. Five or six years. years. I anyway. The AR-15 continued to be the service weapon of the US in the years to so come until being It must be good. Until being Keep phased out for the M4 carbine, a weapon based off the M16, but shorter and lighter. Nevertheless, the M16 is still used throughout the world by militaries all over. Even though it's starting to be phased out in the US is still a popular choice for militaries across the world, remains in use in more than fifteen NATO countries and over 80 countries across the globe. I just noticed the other day that NATO was stamped on the uh, barrel of the of my mm-hmm. rifle. It's, uh, Jake's gotten very aspects. interested in the North Atlantic Treaty
0: Organization. Uh, oh, yes, ever very. Since hey, Putin tries to take those
1: Baltics. <laughs> We're all going to war, baby. Uh, Heck, even if he... Even if he uh, like, uh, <laughs> we should... <laughs> Now's the time that we need to
0: reassess and start cutting out some of the uh, less desirable members of NATO. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they I'm probably Putin couldn't defend really. us.
0: Why should we defend them? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, I was reading that apparently Ukraine, like, they, they didn't become part of NATO, but they, they wanted to be they yeah. were given like the ability or like they were they were like on their way to becoming a they were told hey just do this so like, this and yes, this and it's good that Russia attacked now
1: yeah I, I know meanwhile Russia that's what you was, get like, for dragging your feet Russia was like hey Ukraine give up your nuclear weapons don't worry we'll protect you in case anything happens <laughs> it's kind of like we'll uh, I heard that protect you quote. because we will take you over and you will be part of us yeah, I heard that quote from Joe Biden during the election. He was like, yeah, hey, if we don't defeat Donald Trump, uh, it'll be a disaster in Ukraine next year. Yeah. Believed,
0: I saw another poll where the majority, like 62% of Americans, believed that Russia would not have invaded if Trump was in office. Yeah, because... That is and it's so weird silly. because like everyone was talking about like oh Trump is so pro Russia Trump is in bed with Putin Trump is Russia rigged the election for Trump Russia didn't do anything when Trump was
1: in office Hey you get you get the weak see now Joe uh, Joe Biden there and Putin's like yeah I'm taking Ukraine now I don't I don't care what you doing. Anyway back to what I was saying How does war affect non-human animals? Many forget about Jake, the Jake, non. Jake. Please before you get to that before you get to that Jake. We talked about the AR-15,
0: and I yeah. would be remiss if I didn't bring this subject up. This this predates West Bros. by several years, but wow. this is something I, th- I think we need to discuss here. And I'm going to say a name, and you're immediately going to know who I'm talking about and what I'm about to say. Gersh Kuntsman.
1: <laughs> In July of 2016... Following, I believe it was the. That's another thing. Shooting that's Orlando, another Florida. thing. Hey, that's another thing. Like, if we get if we get something done to us like Ukraine got, let's say let's say China decides to invade the U.S., you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot less calls for gun control once you're actually being invaded by another foreign power. Then you realize, oh yeah, we've made people. That's why we have guns. that, that whole uh, people are the militia thing. I oh, know it's like over <laughs> in Ukraine they just so you, I out, think. They're handing out weapons like candy, man. Any any civilian they want, to they're, they're like ordering every male civilian to, to fight for the country. They're just handing out rifles left and right. It's like, yeah, it really is Red right Dawn over there. Anyway.
0: But at this point, this this article written by Gersh Huntsman on July 14th, 2016, has become a classic. I've seen other people parody it. Citizen it's been an inside joke at the, the Citizen Westbrook House. It's a of gun it's, control articles. It's. it's it's great, and I, I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't come up on West Bros before, but I guess we've never really talked about guns before. But this, is, this is like right some crime. If, if West Bros was around in 2016, this would have been right on there. What's it filed under crime for the Daily News? Gersh Kunzman? What is it like to fire an AR-15? It's horrifying, menacing, and very, very loud. <laughs> it felt to me like a bazooka. And sounded like a cannon. I, Gersh, I don't think you ever have ever fired a bazooka. So
1: how long one do you think day, Gersh is going to last once, people... he gets,
0: once he gets drafted? How, how do you think he's going to do well on the battlefield <laughs> in Ukraine? I give him a day. I give him a day. Jake, you, fu- you have fired an AR-15 before, right? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: I own one. Yeah. Okay, great. So... You can compare your experience to, to Gersh's. Yes, yes, yes. One day after 49 people were killed in the Orlando shooting, I traveled to Philadelphia to better understand the firepower of military-style weapons, and hopefully explain their appeal to gun lovers. But mostly, I was just terrified. Ah! <laughs> Many gun shops turned down our request to fire and discuss the AR-15. Probably because they figured you were gonna write some some yellow journalism like well, this, they Gersh. Look at
1: you. They looked at you walking through the door with your with your soy boy beard, that scraggly mess, your pencil arms, and they went, Okay, this guy's not serious. Uh, our insurance won't cover this. We can't let this guy now listen to this paragraph. Many gun
0: shops turned down a request to fire and discuss the AR-15, a style of semi-automatic rifle popular with mass killers such as San Bernardino terrorist Saeed Farouk and fr- similar in capacities to the 6-hour MCX rifle used by Orlando terrorist Omar Mateen. I wondered why they didn't want you to write an article about this, Gersh. Probably because you were gonna, you were gonna write paragraphs like that. But Frank Stelmack of Double Tap Shooting Ranging Gun Shop invited me videographer Michael Sheridan, and reporter Alex Schreier to come down. Hey, Frank Stalmak, wherever you are right now, I just want to thank you for letting these people into your gun range and letting Gersh write this article because if it's it given be, me so much would, joy over the years. We wouldn't
1: have this without you, man.
0: You know, if, if I wasn't... If I... If I'm if i if I'm ever in a bad situation, if i ever down and out on my luck, I can always think back and remember... Oh yeah, Gersh Gunsman. Anyway... Uh, Stelmack is not like many gun lovers. He admires his weaponry, yes, and has difficulty explaining why law-abiding citizens need a gun that can empty a 40-round magazine in a few seconds, but he also hates the idea that bad people get a hold of a gun like this and use it to kill without difficulty. There should be expanded background checks, extending into your family, friends, and associates, he said, and there should be a mental health screening. In Europe, if you want to buy a gun, you have to see a doctor for psychiatric evaluation to see if something's not right. Now, I think uh, Stalemack might... This guy might be coming from a a good place, but I don't necessarily agree with all this. There should be more red tape and everything. There's a reason why America's the greatest country on Earth. Back to Gersh. Mike who opened his shop six years ago after a career in law enforcement in Europe, also said he never sells gun to someone who looks a little bit funny, and he claimed he had prevented many guns from getting into the wrong hands because the would-be purchaser asked stupid questions like, what happens to me if the gun is stolen? But very few gun shop owners do anything close to Stelmack's sniff text, and he acknowledged how easy it is to find another gun shop owner willing to make the sale. Very easy. In fact, as Philadelphia Daily News columnist Helen Eubinas showed today, you can get a military-style weapon in seven minutes in this country. I mean, the amount of time it takes doesn't really mean anything, Gersh. As long as you can pass a background check. As long as that happens in under seven minutes, I guess. Stelmak doesn't think it should be easy, but he thinks it should be allowed. Guns don't kill people, the wrong people kill people, Stelmak added. We can't blame the weapon. I'm surprised Gersh included that quote in the article. He loves the AR-15 for cops, soldiers, hunters, and target shooters. It's fun to shoot something like that, he said. Not in my hands. I've shot pistols before, but never something like an AR-15. Squeeze lightly on the trigger, and the resulting explosion of firepower is humbling and deafening, even with ear protection. The recoil bruised my shoulder, which can oh. happen if you don't know what you're doing. Oh. Oh my. Oh. Like a classic
1: example of an author revealing too much about themselves. Well, I'm guessing Gersh is, you know, probably not eating a lot of meat. He probably doesn't have that much muscle in the old shoulder there. Yeah. My bru- bru- Just judging by the name, the
0: brass shell casings disoriented me as they flew <laughs> past my face.
1: Oh. The smell of sulfur and
0: destruction made me sick. The explosions, loud like a bomb, gave me a temporary form of PTSD. For at least an hour after firing the gun just a few times, I was anxious and irritable. I wonder what a soldier I wonder how a soldier would react to reading that paragraph. You got PTSD, yeah. huh, Gersh? From firing yeah, yeah. the gun at a
1: paper target inside a inside a gun range, okay. I was out there in the middle of the war zone in the Ukraine shooting at those Russians. Uh, hey Gersh, how are you doing? <laughs> even
0: in semi automatic mode, it is very simple to squeeze off two dozen rounds before you even know what has happened.
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I mean, so apparently Gersh they, got they, uh, the gun in his modified? hands. Have they modified the AR-15? The way you just hold the trigger down and just. Did I miss
0: something? Uh, well, in the United States, you can get automatic weapons, but it's a, it's a much more complicated process. Um,
1: <laughs> Is Gersh shooting an automatic weapon?
0: He says even in semi automatic mode, it's very simple to squeeze off two dozen rounds before you even know what has happened. I don't I guess Gersh had like some sort of blackout moment where he just got the rifle in his hands, blacked <laughs> just, out, and he, he woke up and he squeezed off for two dozen rounds. <laughs> <laughs> <He> <laughs> Maybe Gersh shouldn't half. have a gun. with nuts. Yes, a <laughs> If illegally modified to fully automatic mode, it doesn't take any imagination to see dozens of bodies falling in front of your
1: barrel. Uh, okay, Gersh. Gersh, what? Uh, what? What are you imagining doing all these days, Gersh? I don't... All it takes is the will
0: to do it. 49 people can be gone in 60 seconds. I think that's that's quite the leap you made there. You know, like, how difficult <laughs> it is for someone to work up the will to go kill 49 people. It's not exactly something like that you can just wake no, up you, and decide
1: to do. You don't understand, McClane. There's people this, out there illegally modified is, their AR-15s to be automatic. It's happening all over the place. Gersh Kuntzman is telling me that he blacked out,
0: squeezed off two dozen rounds, and is imagining dozens of bodies falling in front of him. Maybe maybe we shouldn't be giving Gersh a rifle. Maybe that's where we draw the line. Update. Many people have objected to my use of the term PTSD in the above (laughs) story. (laughs) <laughs> the use of this term was in no way meant it? to conflate my very temporary anxiety with the very real condition experienced by many of our brave men and women in uniform. Salute to the Wait, troops. Now, now it's just I temporary I regret the anxiety inarticulate right? use of the term to describe my in-the-moment impression of the gun's firepower and apologized for it. I have also posted a
1: follow-up story. Well, well thank goodness he's uh, covering oh, the Oh, no,
0: I wanted to read his follow-up story, but Daily News won't let me unless I sign up and get a free account. And while it might be free, I the, the true cost would be having my inbox flooded with this stuff. So, well, then again,
1: let's see. Uh, McClay, let's go Jebbush at guacamole dot McClay, I'm not one to. I'm not sitting here. I'm not making fun of people who are trapped in the war zone. I would, I don't, that's not my intention at all. However, I am going to question some choices that this particular person has made. Uh, war is turning out to be a gut-wrenching experience in more ways than one for vegetarian Indians stuck in Ukraine. They are surviving on bread and jam. Chocolates have been set aside for when their bread runs out in a couple of days. Then we don't know what to do, said Sanskar Verma, first year medical student. The country's easy for non-vegetarians vegetarian food is more expensive anyway and it's impossible to get now they depended, on, they, they, they depended on their hostile kitchen to get by but with everything shut down the mess has thrown up its hands when war broke out we rushed to buy bread, jam, fruits and chocolates we we're sharing and rationing our meager supplies but we'll run out of it very soon he said Uh, Before the war, non-vegetarian students could make due to $50 a month, but vegetarians had to fork out up to three times more. Even the markets open, they don't have money to buy vegetables. (laughs) The bank told us we can't withdraw money from the ATM. We're counting every second. I don't know. It just seems like war breaks out. Maybe... Maybe sticking to the vegan diet shouldn't be your highest priority when your survival's on the line? But that's just my opinion, I don't know. I'm... I
0: I have a sneaking suspicion that Gerds Kunzman could be prime West Bros. material for a long time to come. He, uh... He posted a follow-up uh, article uh, a day after that uh, notorious
1: AR-15 article, Jake, back in 2016. Would you like to hear what it says? Uh, sorry, let me just exit out of this tab. I've somehow stumbled onto a website called gayvegans.com. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get out of there. Easy, Jake. But do Careful continue. those clicks, Jake. Yeah, I know. Gersh says...
0: This was the day after. Yeah. Again, I, I just wanna, I just wanna remind the audience and anyone listening, these articles were posted in 2016. So I'm not quite sure what Gersh is up to these days, but these are some classic. This was some classic stuff. Uh, this Gersh made himself a legend in, in, in these in this, these writings. To gun lovers, you can't even have an opinion on assault rifles unless it's theirs. Here's the proof. Jake, the gun debate is also a gender war. Oh, okay. Unaccepted in all my years in journalism, coming up on thirty, thank you, I have never received so much angry mail as I did after yesterday's story. Maybe it's because he wrote something completely I don't mind spirited debate, but many correspondents told me that even expressing an opinion on today's high-powered weaponry is off limits to those of us who don't own such guns. To reiterate, the goal of the story was simply to share with readers my experience of firing an AR-15, which very few of them have done. I mean, Gersh is probably right about that. If you're a loyal Gersh Consman reader, you probably have not fired an AR-15. I find the sheer power of the weapon horrifying. I found the noise deafening, deafening horrifying, and the anxiety deafening. provoking.
1: I was frightened by its potential for rapid, catastrophic, Orlando-like carnage with similar in a, weaponry. In, a, in like a BF Skinner box or something, like a, like a plastic bubble. Like I just I don't know. <laughs> I have a- I have a feeling this article
0: is going in a very similar direction to all those soy boy articles we, we read a while back. Using an AR-15 made me irritable and jittery for hours afterwards. To me it felt like a bazooka. Oh, so now it went from an hour to a- several hours. Kuntzman is an outright liar, wrote one emailer. Nice try with an extremely stupid article which only appealed to girly boys and women of New York City, and like the sheeple they are, probably believe the lies.
1: Uh huh.
0: Other writers informed me that the lie that guns are bad. For the record, I never said they were. Yeah, you just said that they were horrible weapons uh, capable of inflicting PTSD on the user and mowing down dozens of bodies. Uh, some some of these are pretty good. I certainly received many, many emails from gun owners who legitimately quibbled some of my conclusions, but the majority of email senders trained their laser sights on my masculinity. Often in graphic terms that would sound more appropriate in a magazine about erectile dysfunction. (laughs) But that for depends.
1: Uh Hey there,
0: Cupcake, wrote Gary Haney. I have never subscribed to the idea of gender confusion. But after reading your article on the AR-15, I'm a believer because there is no way you and I are the same gender. <laughs> you, should your ter- you should surrender your testicles to the Department of Girly Men. I'm not sure where it's located, but your girlfriend Barack does. <laughs> That's some classic birds. When was this, like 2012? is <sighs> some classic birds, man. This was 2016. Oh, yeah. This was yeah, yeah, 2016. Yeah, this yeah. Is, these are good. Others sent me videos of seven. 10- and 12-year-old girls firing the same weapon I fired. I remember seeing those videos. Except the kids were smiling. And I wear it as a point of personal pride that conservative darling Eric Erickson, don't know who that is, posted a story in The Resurgent with the headline, My 10-year-old daughter is tougher than Gersh Klausman, author of the stupidest thing on the internet today. You effing P-word, said Sam Mercota. If you have a man card, turn it immediately. You might be better
1: served right about feminine hygiene products. <laughs> so he just posted his hate mail as an article. Is that what's happening? Your father must have left you to
0: be raised by your mother, or he was a sissy like you, said Sergeant Mike 77. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, somehow these... Somehow, these insults by by like gun-toting Republicans six years ago have aged perfectly. I don't know why, but they're hitting right now. And one of my favorites, thanks to its pithy manner of linking my affliction to another right-wing obsession, maybe you could get some balls through Obamacare. Wrote Adam Brolo. <laughs> And that's just the printable stuff. To summarize, this line of argument suggests that I'm not a real man because I am frightened by the awesome power of an AR-15, which, despite however you willfully misread my story, can discharge dozens of rounds in mere seconds. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) this weapon scared the crap out of me. And it should scare the crap out of all of you, too. An (laughs) AR-15 is a weapon of mass destruction. A weapon of mass destruction. A tool that should only be in the hands of our soldiers and cops. As Representative Seth Mullen wrote in the Daily News on Tuesday, I don't think Uh, there's anything unmanly about pointing out this fact.
1: Listen, guys. So we've we've now reached the point where Glenn Gersh was like... I'm a frightened, uh, anxiety-filled, scared little puppy hiding under a bed when I hear fireworks. And there's nothing unmanly about that! (laughs) He's... Gersh started out saying like, oh, people are accusing
0: me of not being a man and saying that I'm some liberal that's trying to take away their guns. Also, no no person should ever own this weapon. Besides, if masculinity <laughs> 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 I was right. I don't think twenty six I don't think Soy Boy was around in twenty sixteen. Not yet. But no. you can bet it would have been in this article if it was. Yeah. Besides, if masculinity is defined by the power to commit violence on a wide scale, I proudly choose femininity. <laughs> okay. At one time, being a man meant standing up for what you believe in and against injustice. By here's that definition, th- we need more real men in power taking it's, on bullies it's, it's like so the bizarre. NRA, which seeks to bolster the Second Amendment
1: by shutting down opponents' rights to the First. It's so bizarre that the, this kind of person. This is this is why we're at war with, with. Why well, why Rush is doing what it's doing right now. This this kind of person. This kind of modern person. Confuses strength is evil to this person. Like strength is only used by evil people. Like being holding a weapon that can do damage. That's only that's only a thing that evil people do because weapons do damage. They don't. They they seem to fail to understand that unless you, you have strong evil men, unless you have strong good men opposing them, the strong evil men. They they can just walk all over whatever they want to walk over. They need to the good people need to be able to be strong. They need to pose a threat to the evil people otherwise the evil people I know I'm being like cartoonishly simple but otherwise the evil people can just can just walk all over you like a doormat because you, you you pose no threat to them That that's the weird modern thinking of like nobody can say anything mean nobody can ever look strong don't 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 call anybody a bad like I don't know it's just this weird speak softly and carry nothing because you're a good person what's what this carry a big stick nonsense carry nothing because you don't want to look like a jerk it's it's all right. I don't know
0: All right, Jake. Let's listen as
1: Gush. It's it's the Democrat National Defense Plan. This is why Putin's like, yeah, I'm taking Ukraine now because Joe Biden. What's he gonna do? He's gonna say, oh, I'm very disappointed in you, in you, in you, Putin. I'm gonna (laughs) slap a sanction on you. Don't, don't do the thing. Oh, he did the thing. Oh well, I guess we can't do anything.
0: (laughs) Jake, you might have your doubts, but Gersh is about to bring this sucker home. Ah, sorry, that was a rant. Mm. I'd like to, I would have liked to see his hate mail, which made fun of his name, but that's besides the point we can't even debate guns in this country thanks to the gun lobby my email and internet trolls won't believe me internet and capital either but I support the second amendment I sincerely do believe that the bill of rights protect America's rights rights to bear arms albeit under very
1: strict regulations the well regulated <laughs> militia part of the sacred text yeah yeah I Gersh. Yeah, I support the second amendment Gersh, I like don't. 3% of it Gosh, I don't think that's what that means. <laughs> and I even agree with one letter writer who pointed out that hammers can hey, McClain, kill people McClain, too, but McClain, we don't ban I, them. McLean, I support the First Amendment as long as you say things that I like. Uh, if you don't say things I like, then well yeah, obviously well, that's, that's not, obviously not what the Founding Fathers wanted. That's not what that's not what the Founding Fathers intended for you to say bad things. Guys Hey, uh, could you
0: guys quit calling me a sissy? I don't think I don't think the Founding Fathers meant this. <laughs> But what if a weapons manufacturer... This is a good argument, Jake. Think about this. What if a weapons manufacturer could man, could fashion a handgun that would fire a nuclear blast? An atomic <laughs> version of an AR-15, if you will. Yeah, that's, that's happening. If it, it would look like a gun, but it could kill thousands instead of dozens. Like a rifle, it's one of many arms that we are allowed to keep and bear. But would we really
1: stand idly by as people buy a nuclear gun in the name of the Second Amendment? That's what I love about these debates. You know, they bring up issues that are very real and very pertinent to our daily lives. It's, it's like Batman, you know? It's, what would I do if I was a, was a cloaked uh, Avenger of the Night, you know? It's just a gun, you might
0: say. It's my right. Trade in your man card, you wimp. Yes, I'm a wimp. I simpered because of my experience with the AR 15, bruised me, body and spirit. But I there's simpered. nothing unmanly I about sim- reminding my readers that mass murder is much easier to commit with a semi automatic killing machine than it is with a hammer. All right, Jake, there's one sentence left. And for this
1: last sentence, I just want you to transport yourself back to 2016. Just think of all the things that were Hold going on. on then. I get that mindset. Uh, Donald Trump was still considered an insane clown who would never win. Um, uh, uh Mitt Romney was still being mocked for calling for, for saying that Russia was a was a was an important adversary. Hey, the 80s called they want their foreign policy back, you idiot. Um, let's see. Okay, I think I'm there. I'm there. If that makes me a
0: girl, well, maybe we should have a girl running the country.
1: Oh! Oh he said it! Oh <laughs> He got him. Oh. <sighs> Apparently, audacity now um, auto it auto um, it messes with the microphone level based on the input. Now I don't know when that started happening. I want to turn that off. Anyway, figure that out later. Ah, uh, Gersh, you're you're a good man, Gersh. Okay, this whole Russia-Ukraine thing is actually a good way to talk to people about veganism. Listen, 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 listen. This is 100% not funny. It is 100% accurate. And it's a great point to make. Plus, with timing aimed to poke a great big hole in the ridiculous viewpoint of non-vegans, expressing outrage about this invasion. But then they show zero interest every other day, as they're complicit in the killing of sentient animals by the hundreds of millions every day worldwide on land and sea. The sheer scale of the terror to animals is shocking and outrageous. Everyone should direct anger there and do something about it. Okay, look. War is obviously bad unless you're all messed up. What's less obvious to non-vegans, or maybe they just don't give an s, is the ongoing animal holocaust. So you're concerned about war? Well, guess what? We're 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 doing much worse things than war every single day, McLean. Just a just a little food oh, for thought there. Okay. Oh, what for thought? Uh, uh food for no um. No food for thought there. Uh, sadly, look, the tragedies of war don't there stop you. with citizens. Many forget about the non-human victims, not only pets, but also the local wildlife, as well as those in shelters and zoos. Many are frightened, injured, and dying. Swipe right to see how you can help. Share to help spread awareness, to help those traveling with companion animals and other animals who are suffering in the area, and donate to send financial support. Yeah, we're not going to pocket that money at all no sir. uh shelter you the something something paypal patreon links oh reddit oh reddit what can't i find on you yeah after googling gersh kunstman he's a quite the chad looking alpha male i i'm you know i'm sorry i wasn't expecting him to be so ruggedly handsome <laughs> someone made a fake magazine cover and it says beta Mail monthly June
0: 2016 Miss June 2016 Gersh Kunzman. yes I'm a wimp I simpered because of my experience with the Air 15
1: bruised be body
0: spirit <laughs> it's so good
1: oh yeah I'm looking at it now it's all so good <laughs> I simpered I simpered Miss June 2016 oh he's so
0: all so good
1: Uh, McLean Driving a Prius is horrifying Reckless and very fast The acceleration gave me whiplash The streetlights disoriented me As they flew by the windows of the car The sound of the four-cylinder engine was deafening The surge of adrenaline I experienced Behind the wheel of this death machine Nearly sent me into cardiac arrest These are some good old memes here using an electric can opener is noisy, disturbing and dangerous I pressed down on the death lever of the can opener it immediately began ripping through the solid steel and tin the the can spinning madly under the killing teeth disoriented me the sound of the grinding noise deafened me and made me sick to my stomach I I felt like I was on a battlefield opening a sea ration on the beaches of Normandy a form of PTSD (laughs) settled over me and I became increasingly anxious picturing the slaughter of can after can Memes are six years old. They shouldn't be funny anymore. They shouldn't slap this hard. McLean. As I gripped the handlebars, I could feel the frightening cold of the steel. When my feet touched the pedals, the pressure was like what parachute jumpers feel when they hit the ground when their parachute doesn't open. Each bump I hit threw me around the seat violently, wedging the seat uncomfortably. I now know what rocket pilots feel when the rocket is thrust off the ground. Uh. My wavering finger pushed the seventh floor button. There was an alarming ding sound that sent my pulse <laughs> racing. Where was I going to go? The door was closed like a giant maw, causing me to panic and look for an exit that wasn't there. This was just like Vietnam. A horrifying grinding noise sent my heart into my throat. Dizzying lights began flashing and the metal death box lurched into motion, sealing me <laughs> to a fate far worse than the survivors of Guantanamo. The dangers of elevated trap. Ah, see, I'm from Oregon, McLean, so I can relate to this one. What's it like to pump your own gas is horrifying, menacing, and very loud. It felt like a fire hose, and the pump sounded like a cannon. Squeezing the handle and the resulting torrent of gasoline is humbling and deafening. The pressure cramped my hand, which can happen if you don't know what you're doing. The visible fumes around the nozzle disoriented me. The smell of the octane and destruction made me sick. When the pump cut off, loud like a bomb, it got a temporary form of PTSD for at least an hour after pumping my own gas. I was anxious (laughs) and irritable. Uh, Oregonians. It seems um,
0: it seems Gersh. Uh, nowadays, he seems to focus mostly on writing. He, he works for street blogs. He writes about uh, road conditions in New York City, and how oh, wow they need to to pay to to plow more for cyclists. He writes about cycling in New York City.
1: Mm, there's a lot. There's a lot of good. Uh, I of, guess of of, uh, of 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 putting Gersh. I guess up he's trying to, to like not make a... any more waves. Putting Gersh up next to like seven-year-old girls firing their dad's air fifteen. Oh, that's uh, funny.
0: I was hoping for more from Gersh, but not not a lot of exciting stuff from him um, these days. Hey, it's,
1: but, but, but it's, hard, it's hard it's hard to go out there in the world and do things when you have PTSD. <laughs> you man, for a while safe. here,
0: Gersh Kuntzman was able
1: to make me forget about World War Three. Walked to the mailbox and back, practically a baton death march survivor. Skip the last <laughs> well, step on the stairs. He's got his stage. own article on knowyourmeme.com. That's how you know Skip- you really made it. <laughs> Skip the last step on the stairs. Earned jump
0: wings. Good for Gersh. He's got his own know your meme.
1: Anyway, back to veganism. Ah, uh, who? Uh, where was I? I got disorientated. Listen, McClane. The war between Ukraine and Russia would not have happened if both sides were vegan. That, that's all this person says.
0: One one more point. I, I wanted to say this. I, I forgot to mention this. It seems Gersh's tactic of convincing the American people that AR-15s are a bad thing, it seemed like instead of, like, providing statistics to support that we need to ban guns or, like, providing well-researched evidence, he was trying to scare people into thinking that AR-15s
1: would injure them if they ever shot one. I don't... Yeah, it seemed like that really backfired. It's like... They, they try to do all this about AR-15s, which gets the gun merch people. And really, then like, everyone's dead filming dead against... the like
0: seven-year-old girls shooting one. Yeah. Maybe he was just genuinely being honest, and he is that much of a soy boy. I don't know. It's hard to say, but. <sighs> Raise You're one fine. for
1: Gersh. I hardly knew ye. In the grip of a Russian invasion. The situation for everyone in Ukraine is truly terrible. Among the pictures and videos yes, emerging during the is. crisis, glimpses of pets and other animals caught in the crossfire. Okay, the t- frick
0: you, dude. I'm done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a different side of the story. Yeah, people are getting mowed down in the streets, but what about the puppies? There's a picture of somebody's dog. Heartbreak for families as beloved companions left their borders due to the regulations for Peter. I was a little more concerned about my child getting blown up by a bomb. No, no, no. This is on
0: r slash vegan This
1: is posted on r slash vegan It's a conversation McClyne, no, Sorry I got it This is important Food may soon run out for stray animals As Russian invades That's my top concern oh, right now
0: That's the big issue right now
1: Not the people because This is, this doesn't have, know, have to do with people. Ukraine
0: Jake But this is on r slash vegan and it's just a screen cap of someone's conversation on Reddit in the comments section, and it, it says, They are so fragile. And someone says, That's very sad, but I don't think I can give up milk just yet. And the vegan chimes in and says, You don't have to. There are tons of alternatives. Oat milk is amazing, for example, and there are alternatives for butter milk. and cheese that are really good. It's not, not like it was years ago when stuff was nasty. But for me, once I saw that what it cost, it was all the motivation I needed. Negative Negative. Oh, hey, downvotes, and the You don't think
1: you can give up milk? Someone How about, responds, have you tried Jake. not eating milk?
0: Someone responds. I'm going to buy a gallon of milk and pour it down the drain just to spite you. I don't even drink milk anymore man, this seems to be a common disconnect. Do they think it is about our feelings when it is really about the animals? It's about your
1: feelings about the animals. Oh, it's totally about your feelings. Here's the I funny thing. I don't know thing. why the... You know how many, I know you know why,
0: how many crop deaths... How how the Gersh Kuntzman memes, trolling vegans, all this stuff shouldn't be funny anymore. It's It's been on the internet for so long, and yet it's hitting tonight. I know. Look,
1: hey, all, all this uh, vegan food, they took raised grains, raised... You're going to kill animals no matter what. Here's the crazy thing about, so whatever you eat, whatever you eat, an animal died somewhere along the way. Even if it's just a bunch of mice in the field when they went to plow the fields. You, the pests and everything exterminate exterminated. The All food is that. going to have animal deaths attached to it. Here's the crazy thing. If you eat beef, that's one death. You only have to kill one cow. You got food to feed your family for a year, baby. So if you want to be an ethical vegan, eat only beef. All I'm saying, one death, just one.
0: Man, I really hope I really hope we get those pets out of Ukraine.
1: My heart is with that's them my right now. Concern. I don't really care about the people, it's those animals. The non-human animal victims in Ukraine. Yes. Ah, uh, list of list of Ukrainian animal shelters to donate to. Like yeah, that's, that's my highest concern right now, yep. On the verge of World War Three. Those animals, man. In, oh yeah, I just said you read about this guy last on your thing. Ukraine, there's an yeah. Italian activist Andrea Sisterino maintained a vegan sanctuary. He would rather stay and die than abandon his 400 animals. What a nut, dude! Get out, just, just leave. That reminds me, though. Um, I, uh, I have been. I went to a uh, a grocery outlet in Eugene yesterday, the amount, the sheer amount of vegan food in there was insane. It's like, uh, not only was there a, a whole section dedicated to vegan food, but it's also mixed in with like everything else. Like you go to the pizzas, there's a bunch of vegan pizzas there. You go over to just like the ground beef, they got the impossible stuff there. It was nuts, so I was like, either either veganism is a much bigger thing than I thought it was, or this is a grocery outlet. This is the junk that nobody's buying, so it gets stuck here. I, I don't know, but there's a lot of it, a lot of it. I'm just worried that World War III is going to prevent vegan progress. Uh-oh, what did I just do? There we go. That reminds me of a post, McLean. Do you agree that Russia's invasion of Ukraine will delay global vegan political progress? <laughs> and so it's a poll. You can strongly agree, agree, undecided disagree. The winner so far is agree! Russia's invasion I'm, of Ukraine is going how is to delay... Any?
0: Global I don't understand, How's there progress. any disagree? You can't disagree the votes, with that, that's just The terrible. votes
1: are pretty evenly split, uh, except for strongly disagree, that one's pretty low. Um, let's see here. Uh, voters, governments, and some powers with huge political priorities, the invasion could shake things up and make vegan issues less appetizing as a cause worth picking up. Hey, maybe in the light of actual human suffering, your little cult doesn't seem that, that important. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, I hear you. Here in Italy, politicians never defend the vegan points of view, so nothing will change, but elsewhere it can be different. Part of the question is, will they defend our points of view sooner or later than in the timeline before the invasion? Let's see. Give us some examples of global vegan progress. Veganism is in desperate need of some good news right now. Now, I think the war is good for the energy transition. Because we saw how much leverage natural gas gave on Germany. That's that's completely different. I don't even care about it. Oh, Ukraine and Russia so are gigantic posts. Look, in Ukraine and Russia are gigantic suppliers of animal feed. If the production decreases, it will increase the price, and maybe the availability of meat. So Europe's food independence is under threat, which might lead to policy revisions, giving us the opportunity to push for more plants. <laughs> Oh, wait, yes, wait. Oh, yes, person, Europe did get wiped heretic, out. However, this absolute heretic says people are going to die. Delete this question. It's irrelevant and out of touch. Um, more people and animals will die from animal agriculture. It's necessary to discuss the implications that the invasion will have on the movement. So burn.
0: Yes, some of you may die. However, that is a sacrifice I am willing to make to push my vegan agenda. It's all for the animals. Someone posts a meme, an edgy vegan meme. Humans are afraid of aliens because we think they will treat us the same way we treat other animals on Earth. Very deep. Very deep. Look at the username. Look at the User, at the user. user Large Leech. <laughs> That's what my mom keeps calling response. me. Response this is just wrong. This is not the reason people are afraid of aliens With the driving theme behind typical alien-related horror. Let's start with the Xenomorph from Aliens, since it's the example used in the image. What? The Xenomorph is definitely not treating human- <laughs> It's absolutely insane! Five paragraphs this man goes on for. <laughs> okay. Go out and touch grass! This is insane. This is <laughs> insane.
1: That's your response to that?
0: Huh.
1: A lot of uh all the posts on our slash vegan about Ukraine is about that one guy with the four hundred animals and like uh charities you can yeah. donate to. Uh. Anyway. <sighs> oh our slash vegan never just Oh, no, that was old, never mind. Boy, that was a while ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Like two years ago, there was this uh, this uh, vegan. Oh no! This, these terrorists hijacked a uh, hijacked a bus in Ukraine, and uh, they they made Zelensky. They made their their, their request is Zel- the president Zelensky was to get him to comply with this request to promote a vegan oh, documentary yeah. on YouTube. What was it? Was it Earthlings? It was Earthlings. It was Earthlings. As I was a post about that, but I wasn't sure what was going on. So so this is weird though. He'll he'll bend and comply with vegan terrorists, but he won't he won't give up rushing with Putin bed, He must have grown the so backbone you're telling of me in there. They they were holding yeah. people hostage and demanded he show earthlings? Yeah. 13 hostages were freed from a hijacked bus in Ukraine after the president complied with the government's request to promote a vegan documentary. As directed, Volodymyr Zelensky posted a brief video message on his Facebook page to urge Ukrainians to watch Earthlings, a 2005 film narrated by Walking Phoenix. The act brought him into a standoff in the western city of Lutsk, which had gone on for more than 12 hours. Minutes later, the assailant, who was armed and carrying an explosives, surrendered. The deputy chief of police, Ivan Koval, had previously secured the release of three hostages. Uh, the, the officer also nearly avoided getting shot when delivering water to the bus. Um... That is insane. Blah, blah, blah. That is no f- wonder that thread was archived and locked on Reddit. <laughs> Boy, I forgot all about that. Man, that's funny though, that was, that was, that was Zelensky. Huh. That's weird. What Whether Putin, what if this request, you know, he'll stop invading Ukraine if he plugs Dominion on his Facebook. <laughs> that's that's funny.
0: insane that they capitulated with that. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. Um. Maybe Ukraine deserves what they're. Ca- I mean, it no, worked. No, 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 they, right, the, right. the guy
1: who let the hostages go. So. Yeah. yeah, I guess, but I don't think. And I'm, sure like no, I'm sure that no, I'm. I do not know what the goal there is because if a terrorist is telling you to do something, I don't know if that's necessarily yeah, be like dude. okay. I'm sure glad he told me that now I know the truth about you know, that's insane User global heartbeat
0: uh, is anti Star Wars. Uh, Do you know why? What are you reading off of Star Wars? Star Wars is a carnist fantasy. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) I was like, how does that that have to do with veganism?
0: I, I couldn't tell you It took me two years of being vegan to realize this the way they ride banthas The incessant eating of creatures, Luke's disgusting dairy scene, fishing, Chewbacca eating that chicken. I'm sitting here watching The Mandalorian and it finally hit me. I don't understand a word they just said. (laughs)
1: It, it seems, this age poorly this is from like a year ago it seems the best way to solve the problem is to remove humans less humans equals less demand for food and this will solve itself when America goes to war with China or Russia kicking off World War 3 and greatly reducing the human population oh boy so if this if World War 3 does start big boom for veganism great
0: alright so now I don't feel bad about calling these people bad people anymore
1: I'm, I'm I'm good. These are legitimately terrible people. Listen, hey, what have, I, what have I been telling you guys? Humans, garbage. Okay, we're not an anti human death coat, but also we're anti human, and you should die in work. But in a good way. Will there ever be a
0: civil war of vegans versus non vegans? <laughs> if veganism becomes polarized geographically and politically, I don't see why there couldn't be. Literally a repeat of the US Civil
1: War is possible. Oh. Uh... Okie Yeah. Uh we were drafting those vegans sending them out to the Ukraine, I, I don't know, man. They're gonna have a ghost cuntsman reaction to fire in those guns. I don't... Good boy. I expect
0: the majority will be converted, and the majority of the elite first, and then animal agriculture will be outlawed. It would be surprising for the balance of political forces to just happen or to be evenly matched. Oh, this is insane. Um, I'm... I feel like I'm B12 deficient, uh, scrolling through r slash vegan. Um, this is a ridiculously long article. Well, I guess most of it, most of it is just, uh, links to things. Um, not gonna lie, getting sick and tired of humanity. Okay, full stop, that is a red flag. This person needs to be in a mental hospital right now not gonna lie getting sick and tired of humanity these wise mfers have been around for at least two hundred thousand years and we still haven't worked out exploiting and killing over a trillion animals every year it might be kind of immoral or backfire in some way it's a stupid sick joke and then he links to a bunch of wikipedia pages and medium articles and yet despite all of that the average chump gives no f's and typically responds like everyone else does it we're always done it Something about canines, or perhaps Fred Flintstone is their role model? You gotta be kidding me. Until there are animal rights in all countries and animals are treated well and equally as possible, there will never be peace. There will always be poor health. There will always be environmental problems, and there will always be the risk of deadly diseases, and there will always be unnecessary suffering and killing. As long as man continues to be the ruthless destroyer of lower living beings, he will never know health or peace. For as long as men massacre animals, they will kill each other. Indeed, he who sows the seed of murder and pain cannot reap joy and love. Pythagoras. Even the Greek dude who loves triangles worked it out. We need more vegans and we need more activists. There is no other way. Animal liberation needs to be the goal, especially while the existence of zoonotic diseases and climate change, which are already affecting many people around the world and likely going to get worse. Are humans really homo homo sapiens wise man or homo stultum foolish man? I guess time will tell. The problem being, time is running out.
1: That's some powerful stuff. Tips for surviving as a vegan in the army. So, I went vegan about four months ago. At first, I thought this mince I would have to quit the military since there are no vegan options for me to eat. Well, yeah, that's gonna change soon, probably. Gotta get that meat out of there, you know. Our fighting men gotta be in tip top shape before we're gonna fight the world war here, so stop giving them meat. Cheez-its. Jesus mm. and Red Bull. Um, there's no vegan options. Like carrying Jeez, my own. Food the for... Red Bull has the B12, Jake. <laughs> yeah, the ref, that's why you need it. Carrying my own food for two weeks is insane, but we were called upon to help with organization and National Vaccine Center, and I realized how much the army means to me, so I decided to stay there, and I need tips on lightweight nutrition. Uh, grains and beans. Gladiator food. Barley and bean stew. Remember, McLean, Game Changers told me them gladiators, Vegan. No, they weren't. They weren't being given garbage because they were slaves. No, 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 no. It's those grains. That's what made them tough. Those, those gladiators. <sighs> Paul Watson
0: quoted saying, "If you want to know where you would have st- stood on slavery before the Civil War, don't look at where you stand on slavery today. Look at where you stand on animal rights." McLean, keep in mind that is the most insane thing I've ever heard. Keep in mind you know, studies like, people in the North were still eating steak back in the
1: day, right? Vegan men have 13% more testosterone on average. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot. No study link, but I'm sure it's true. Most
0: people today would have supported slavery back in those times, probably using the exact same arguments they use now to support eating meat. Like, I like it, it's natural, tradition though, etc. Whenever I think of tradition, it's something harmful to one or many people, yet people insist on going through that line of thought. F-tradition. Whenever you see that word, it means you have to question it now and see if it really is the way to go, or if it change- if changes should be made. Exactly. Not to mention that there are so many traditions that we've ditched over the years or that are f- now finally being called out as evil, like slavery or women not voting or gays being jailed slash killed, torture and murder in the church. FGM, burning women alive at the stake, etc. That it's just absurd when people lean on tradition as if it's a good thing that should be respected. F tradition indeed. Most traditions are barbaric. No, I don't. I think the problem here is you don't know what the word tradition means. I don't think a single person alive was defending jailing and killing gay people as, well, it's tradition. We've always jailed and killed gay people. We've always tortured and murdered in the church. It's tradition, Jake. Come on Burning a woman alive at the stake? It's tradition. I don't think those were the ration that was ever a rationale
1: to, to promote torture or slavery. Well that's why that's why we have Thanksgiving, McLean, because it's tradition to talk about the genocide of Native Americans every year. That's what Thanksgiving's about, don't you remember? We we cover this extensively.
0: Oh, uh, okay. My bad. I wish pistachio milk was more widely available. It's my favorite nut milk, lol. Leftover pulp will be dehydrated into flour. Man.
1: McLean, who's up for a vegan hunting hunting trip? I (laughs) take those every fall, Jake. (laughs) there's a vaccine that can be shot from a dart gun that will sterilize deer for three years. This is of course a far better method of population control! Speaking only of the effects after application, not logistics or funding, than hunting! That is because- literally
0: insane that you think that's vegan to shoot
1: deer and, and reprogram their genes. When you simply kill a large number of deer, there's an abundance of food and territory available and the birth rate will increase. Rather than having a high birth rate of deer, followed by decimation of adults, we can decrease the birth rate of deer. We can just play God, McLean. We can just play God. Wouldn't it be cool to get a group of people together that's fairly progressive and pay for dart guns and darts and have the area agree to deny hunting licenses in favor of darting expeditions? It would raise awareness that better methods are possible. I'm sure people will be signing up for I thought, that. I thought
0: the whole vegan thing was leaving animals alone, not shooting them with darts and <laughs>
1: sterilizing them. Well, are they gonna be filled oh, with is soy? Insane. Is that the idea? Are they gonna fill them with soy milk and get that in their system? Hey, animals would never consent to being slaughtered for meat, but they'd be down for this. At least uh, the animal I killed got to live a happy life and have kids and do all that, and then i kill them and eat him. You know, you didn't get sterilized. <laughs> Oh, hey, here's a here's a clip of Fox News talking about the war on Thanksgiving,
0: and a vegan poster saying apparently there's a war on Thanksgiving. Of course there's not, top comment. There should be a war on Thanksgiving, as it glorifies and further normalizes animal cruelty. Also, it tends to glorify the American historical experience while downplaying the atrocities associated with it. I'm sure my opinion isn't popular, but this is what I believe nonetheless. Really, really uh, unpopular opinion on r slash uh, vegan there. This is a very, very long post written by someone who believes that morality is subjective, but also believes that it is objectively wrong to adhere to a system of morality that thinks it's fine to harm animals. This is way too long and rambling to read. This is, I would love to see the mental gymnastics they performed for this, but I, I
1: can't. Ah, okay, I see. If all the world leaders were vegan, we would have no wars. Because they would have compassion and empathy in their hearts. This is uh, in response to a uh, Russia-Ukraine thing. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. That's we if, if Putin had gone vegan... You know, it doesn't actually make sense when I think about it for more than three seconds, but yeah, it sounds good. It definitely sounds good. I know only ate cheese pizza as a vegan. So I've been vegan
0: since around September-October, can't quite remember when I started. I have been doing fine and I only made one pass slip up, which was during the Texas freeze storm and I couldn't eat anything. I tried to make oatmeal but my mom didn't let me because we couldn't wash dishes and it was some chips and cheese taquito at QT, but recently I made another one it was completely avoidable. It was the cheese pizza!
1: No! Oh no,
0: Jake, this person... See,
1: the see, cheese pizza. Is he listening to Dave Matthews now?
0: I woke up this morning it's and cold, I was starving, bro. I was too it's tired cold, of making oatmeal or toast, and it was like 4pm. I tried to eat lots of food so I could make some progress in the gym, and I usually make my oatmeal in the morning and ate rice with lentils throughout the day. But I have been waking up so late in the day that I have completely effed up my schedule and I was too tired and lazy to make some lentils and rice. I was too tired and lazy to make some lentils and rice. Huh. <laughs> Not to mention, all I have ate since I turned vegan was oats, rice, and legumes, and I was sick of it. I saw some cheese pizza on the stove, and I immediately wanted dead good S. I hesitated, of course, and stood there for like 10 minutes, having an inner World War II or some S in my head. I wanted to eat it, but I also didn't. I'm not the most disciplined person in the world, and it took a lot of effort to avoid non-vegan foods. Meat was easy, didn't have any prob avoiding that. But that cheese pizza, my enemy, it just spoke to me with some devilish whisper, like some <laughs> effing a-hole deadite, and uh-huh. said, "'Consume me, rip and
1: dare until it is done, eat me. Like, And I just put it in the microwave like you have and ate it shamefully some... in my room. It's almost like you had some sort of uh, biological need for that dairy product. like you were, you were malnutritious, and your body was saying, "'We need cheese, you should eat that.'" And you're like, "'No, but I can't, it's evil, evil.'"
0: I even covered it with a paper towel so my family couldn't see it. It was horrible. It was like smoking some crack after being sober for a year. (laughs) Dude, really? I'm not proud of it, and I don't want to do it again. I still want to practice veganism, and I still want to learn. I find veganism as a good way to discipline and morals, and I effed up. I'm not quitting, but I effed up. I'm obviously in the wrong here, and I'm not denying it. I would do anything to not become a vegetarian, and I still want to be vegan. What can I do to stop this? What are your
1: thoughts on my actions? Ah, uh, I have no idea what I'm looking at. I can't tell if that's supposed to be parody or if this person's- a- Never mind, no, never mind. I'm not even gonna, Yeah. You know. Oreos, microwave vegan pizza, etc. Oreos, microwave pizza. Oreos, McLean, microwave with pizza. World War III is here, and we are asleep at the wheel. Huh? Albert Einstein famously said. I don't know with what weapons World War 3 will be fought, but World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. We now know that a key weapon of World War 3 will be disinformation, and the enemy is climate chaos. While our mindset is still locked in old forms of warfare, a new form of war is right on our doorstep. Listen, what does a war do? It kills people, destroys cities, creates refugees, crashes economies. Climate chaos is going to do all this and more. It will threaten humanity's very existence. (laughs) Oh, blah, 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 Uh, blah. global warming, blah, 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 extreme weather events, blah, 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 blah. Every war has its allies, adversaries, and collaborators, and so does the war against climate chaos. The allies are the global science community, the renewable energy industry, NGOs and activists tirelessly fighting on the front lines. Most of the fossil fuel industry is an adversary, its interests linked to the collapse of our ecosystem. Uh, Russia harbors ambitions to be a superpower again. The demise of Europe and the United States is considered a gain by Putin. No wonder the Russian state is a purveyor of global disinformation. The world's loss is Russia's gain, at least in the short term, until one... This is the problem though, when when the whole world is united on saying, Hey, Russia, don't invade Ukraine, this is bad, we're all against it. You're like, yes, I, I agree with being against this, but also this means I'm now on the same side as the guy who thinks Putin is evil because of climate change. It's, uh, you know, gotta be careful about these things. Wars make strange bedfellows, man. I don't know. <laughs> I think we've learned a lot today, Jake. From. it comes a time in World all wars. A... This is a long article. This is a long article. There comes a time in all wars when we almost pick a side. It goes into talk about World War II, and we have to be like them. We all need to go vegan. Because the, the, the huh? most important items to ration in today's war are meat and milk, as going vegan creates the single biggest impact an individual can have on climate change. Uh, when I'm in that bunker in Ukraine, uh, uh, firing back against the enemy, I'm not going to be thinking, man, I sure wish I'd gone vegan. huh? <laughs> that would have prevented this. Uh. What in the world? What is this absolute insanity? Rajesh Mehta, CEO of Blah Blah Blah, he wrote this. He's from like India, I think? Yeah, yeah. What on earth did I just read? So yeah, McLean, wonderful World War 3, go vegan. That's the only way. Because
0: once (laughs) we go vegan and kill all the non-vegans.
1: People, oh, dude, we're calling. People are calling this the first TikTok war. Shut up. The first TikTok war. People are making TikToks. Ukraine invasion. Now is not the time for memes. I mean, I agree with you, but unfortunately, our, this is why we need a good war, because our society is to the point where everyone's like, oh, hey, a serious event thing happened, uh, here's a meme about it, <laughs> I take absolutely nothing seriously, because <laughs> I'm addicted to my uh, adrenaline junkie on my phone here, over in our, uh, yeah, dopamine junkie we all do on it. my phone. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm just saying, yeah, we need a good war, people will not be making memes about war much in the future once, once they see their friends mowed down on the battlefield. Not saying I want their friends to be mowed down on the battlefield, I'm just, I'm just... Ah, it's an odd place I find myself, McLean. Possible side effects of a vegan diet, weight loss, longer life, reduced risk of diabetes and heart disease, clean water, reduced global warming, more food, less hunger, fewer wars! may also cause feelings of euphoria from knowing that you're improving your health and the health of the planet. Yeah, so yeah, it's... It, that's the key, man. If we're gonna prevent World War III, start eating those impossible burgers. Oh, wait, are those vegan Beyond Burgers? Sorry, I didn't mean that. Sorry. I don't know how they felt at Normandy now. tried to... Trying to grill an actual burger on the. When I, when I, when I put that beef patty on the grill, the, the smell of it disoriented me. The sound of the sizzling was like rockets going off in my head. <laughs> I, I, I got a mild form of PTSD. If only I'd come. Only we just need to start airdropping Beyond
0: Meat over to <laughs> Russia. and uh, Once Putin gets a hold of those.
1: Uh, that's, that's all we need. Oh, yeah, the first TikTok war. How are influencers in Russia and Ukraine responding? What a bunch no. of. No. No, no more, please. Gen Z is spamming Putin's Instagram, asking him not to start world order. We did it! We've done it, boys. We, we did it. We just have to spam hands. the Instagram page. The, the next war is going to be fought on social media, and I'm going to be a, I'm gonna be a, a, a general out there. I'm brave.
0: I'm mean, going to make only the most effective TikToks.
1: Oh, my God. It's just such... God. The Our the generation... I keep saying. They need to experience something actually hard, okay? Actually hard. Not... Oh, I have to stay locked down for two months with my little on. Get out there on the battlefield. Maybe, maybe make you appreciate life a little more. I'm a grumpy old man. I don't know. Okay. Farewell. I'm out.
0: Uh, I, just for the record, for, for the sake of Westbros, I can say that I... We do not condone war. We do not encourage war. And anything that Jake says is not necessarily representative of Westbrook's as a whole. Oh, uh, that lady from The View said she was afraid that her Italian vacation might be ruined.
1: Oh, no. Hey, Zeke! Your country's calling. Ain't you heard about the way the world is rolling? Leave the farm to more and poor. We got
0: to win this gosh darn war. Hey, Zeke. The bugle's blowing. pack away your stack of hay and get a-goin'. Kiss the old gray mare, good to keep that flag on high Zip, Hurry up, Zip, gather
1: up, hire and rule Ain't got no time to lose da, 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 Zip, Whip 'em up, Zip, trip them up, Zip, don't be a fool Zip, And by cracky, the boys
0: in khaki will drive them wacky down to Nagasaki Hey, Zeke! Your country's calling, calling through the countryside For men to fall and leave the farm to more and pull. Po-
1: Right. Until we win this gosh darn war.
0: Goodbye.